My Surrender Church family, what does it look like to be a Christian? What do Christians do? That's a great question. It's kind of like asking, what does a grapevine do? Or what does a tree do? Not a lot. But if we speed up the video, we can see that they are producing fruit. Today, we are going to see this fruit-bearing life translated into today's Jesus followers. It's called the Resurrection Life List, and it's the subject of most of this letters to the Colossians and, honestly, most of the New Testament. It's this new life that we have through Jesus. He talked about it in Colossians chapter 2, verse 13, when he said, And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses. Jesus died on the cross and was raised to life on the third day. His life overcame death in the greatest way possible. Death had this chance to destroy him, but it was no match for his resurrection life. And now he shares his resurrection life with us. This resurrection life is now planted in our hearts. Our old hearts that desire to rebel are, are truly and totally replaced with this new heart that matches up with his heart. Now we want what he wants and we love what he loves. So Paul is helping us to see what this new resurrection life looks like. Some people say Christianity is all talk, but it's real. It's new fruit bursting out of an old branch. It's easy to see. It's impossible to hide. It's flowing out of your heart right now. Your life isn't your life because it's his resurrected life being lived out through your life. And this is what the resurrection life looks like. It's called the resurrection life list. Let's go. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. If you see this as a to-do list, you don't quite understand God's grace yet. If it was a to-do list, it would be impossible and frustrating, not natural, not easy. We can't produce these things. Did I say impossible? Did I stutter? Yes, impossible. It's not a to-do list because it's a resurrection life list. These are descriptions of his life that are going to flow through 
our life. But there are things that we do in this list, and let me highlight them for you. It's helpful to see what these are. Put on. You didn't make the clothes, but you're going to put them on. This describes humility and faith with Jesus. Put on, again, humility and faith. Let, that means allow or surrender. This again shows humility and faith. And be, you don't make yourself, God has done it for you. Just be who he's made you. Again, shows humility and faith. I like to call these words gospel words. All these words point us to the true power source of the Christian life, the real source, which is the grace of Jesus. These words show us how to do the gospel, how to do Christianity, how to do humility and faith. We're supposed to put on robes that we didn't earn. We're supposed to let God do things we couldn't do. We're supposed to be someone we didn't make ourselves. All of these are free, wonderful gifts that God gives us by his grace. Our text says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. Here are three wonderful gifts of God's grace to you. Three things that he makes real in your life as a free gift. Number one, you're chosen because he loves you. Number two, he has freely made you holy when you weren't holy. And number three, now you live every day as a beloved child of God. All three of these things, the gospel of grace makes real and true in your life. Paul is basically saying, you already have all these things. You could never earn it, lose it, change it. It's already yours. So fully embrace it. Put it on all the way. Let it out. Be who he's made you to be. The outside needs to match the inside. If you got a favorite sports team, you're going to put on that jersey. You're not going to wear some other jersey. You're going to represent all of these things. This resurrection life list, they are already realities in your heart. So putting them on isn't weird. It's natural. It fits. It's comfortable. It's the way we're supposed to be. So let's look at the resurrection life list. 10 ways that the life of Jesus is going to flow through us in this world. Put on tender mercies. This is a heart of compassion. Let me explain it to you by helping you understand the Greek words. The first Greek word is splagnon. And <laughs> that word means guts or bowels. It's this part of you. And it's where we feel like I, I feel it in my, uh, the pit of my stomach, you know, and this means the guts of love, like really feeling it. So a heart of compassion or tender mercies, it starts there. Like you're feeling it deep down inside you. And then the second word is oiktremos. It's where we get the word, oh, it's where you, you, you love something, you have compassion or pity on something. And so you put those two words together, splagtron oiktrimos, try saying that 10 times fast, and you have tender mercies. And God has put this in you already. 
You don't have to try to make this happen. You care about people this way. So we're supposed to let this flow through us. Put on tender mercies. Number two, put on kindness. This means to do good to all people as you would to your family. And the easiest way to remember is kindness starts with K-I-N. Kin is another word for family. So remember, God has put this in you, so let it flow every day. Number three, humility. Considering others first, not really even considering yourself at all. It's not putting yourself last. It's not considering yourself at all. Spurgeon quote, Spurgeon quote. Do not try to be a big man. He who thinks himself big has not yet learned the true spirit of Jesus, especially towards those who are sorrowful and sad. Be pitiful, be kind, be humble. Number four, meekness. This means even if others are trying to provoke you, you stay calm. You could describe this as gentleness. A good illustration is a wild horse that's been tamed. The horse could throw you off, the horse could go crazy and be wild, but it's under control. Number five is long-suffering or patience. This is having a long fuse. Remember, God is very patient with you. Number six is bearing with one another. Literally means putting up with one another. In Greek, it means long in the nose, which doesn't mean a liar like it does in our culture. It means you breathe slowly. When someone is angry, they breathe quickly through their nose, like, you know, that, that feeling. Well, the, in Greek, to, uh, to bear with one another means to have a long nose, to breathe slowly and calmly when you're dealing with other people, even if they're making you upset. Number seven on the resurrection life list is forgiveness, forgiving one another, forgiving anyone, it says. Anyone? Yes. Anyone, everyone, forgive them all. And it says this is something we must do. Yeah, but it's not a job you must do, but it's a reflection of the life of Christ in you because he freely forgives anyone. And he says that we will do the same thing if his life is in us, overwhelming us, he, his life will come out in the same ways of forgiveness. We do it because it's his spirit and his heart and his reputation on the line, not ours. You don't forgive because you feel like it. We forgive because Jesus identifies with us and we identify with him. Number eight is agape love. Love ties all these things together. Love is the source and the foundation of all these different resurrection life expressions. Agape love is a selfless love, a serving love. It's a true love for others even when they don't deserve it. Our heart of love flows from his heart of love and God is love and love never fails. The ninth thing in our list is peace. And peace is a wonderful consequence of having a resurrection life abounding in us. 
it says that peace will rule in our hearts. And that word rule is where we get the word umpire. And we're judging what things are safe and what's out. We will be able to know his will and his heart by the peace he gives to our hearts. When we hold on to our own will and our own idols, the first thing that goes is this peace. You won't be able to experience and rejoice in this peace if you're rejecting his will in exchange for your own. Number 10, be thankful. Since all of his grace has been freely given to us, we live with an overflowing heart of thankfulness to God. Think about it. If someone gives you in and out for life, you're going to be thankful. We live lives of overflowing gratitude because of God's overwhelming free grace given to us. What a great resurrection life list. What do we do now? We got to practice this. We get to practice it. We get to walk in it. Question, where in the world am I going to find people to let my resurrection life loose on? Number one, your family. Why do you think God gave you these people? Jesus wants his spirit present in your family. Number two, your church. Why do you think God has connected you there? Jesus wants his spirit present in your church. Number three, your work. Why do you think God gave you that job? Jesus wants his spirit present at your job. He has already made these things real in your heart and in your life, so walk in them, put them on. Always remember, guys, our lives are a testimony of his love and his grace. When people see anything and everything we do, they should be reminded, they should be informed of who God is, what his character is like, because he has placed those things in you. God bless you. Let's get into our discussions. Let's dive into the resurrection life list.